Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. With supply back to where it needs to be here, we're starting to see our share go back up again after about a year and a half. So all positive trends. Again, the first one is one I'm most excited about, like how consumers, athletes alike are connecting with this platform. And so we're continuing to get various emails, notes from parents, coaches, athletes alike, just showing appreciation for what we're doing. And it's definitely a long term. You're going to see fuel tomorrow for the foreseeable future. We're on it through this year and into the next until we're on to something else. Welcome to today's episode of Brave Commerce. I'm Rachel Tippograph, the founder and CEO of Micmac. I'm Sarah Hofstetter, president of Profitero. And this is a show that talks about what's relevant in e-commerce for the world's biggest brands. You know, Sarah, there's always this talk that the academic part of marketing in universities is not really relevant to the application of marketing today? It's one of those things where, and we talked about this in prior episodes, standing still is going backwards, right? So how do you create curriculum that by the end of the semester, it's kind of not as relevant? I mean, there are timeless fundamentals, sure. But when you're trying to figure out how do you keep pace of what's next or even more on critical thinking skills, sometimes it's a little behind the curve and doesn't necessarily set next generation up nearly as well. Yeah, you studied journalism in school, right? I mean, journalism or comms. I personally, I was a journalism minor. I felt like I learned more about marketing and comms and storytelling through journalism, but it's, it's not actually the most likely path, but it is a true love of mine. That's kind of how my career evolved. I started out really wanting to gain be a journalist. Turns out journalists do not get paid very well and jobs are very hard to come by. So I went to the dark side of PR. PR led me to social. Social led me to advertising. Advertising led me to measurement. Measurement led me to commerce and boom. Now that is a very unlikely career journey, but it's not the do the same job for 40 years, get your uh, Seiko and get the heck out, you know? Yeah. It's funny. 
our stories are similar in that way. I went to NYU thinking that I would study journalism. It was really hard. The first class, the professor addressed 300 of us. She said, look around the room. There's 300 of you. Only 75 of you will continue. And I was like, okay, time to transfer. And then I decided to study entertainment business at NYU. And when I graduated, it was the height of the financial crisis. And I was like, I can't go work in the mailroom of William Morris. You get paid $500 a week. And so that's when I started working in social media. And social media led me to commerce. You talk about twists and turns of a career path. Kalen Thornton, CMO of Gatorade. Do you know how he got his start? Tell me, babe. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. Professional football player. Just like me. Exactly. Just like me. We're like two peas in a pod. Just, just like you in every way. Yeah, you and him are so similar. Two peas in a pod, babe. I don't know any other CMOs that were professional athletes. I, I actually think that'd be fun if we could identify any others. I think Shaq was like a not quite CMO. It was like a little bit of a gimme. When you talk about the academic rigor of what Kalen went through to move not just from professional sports into, you know, strong business grounding. It's just a mental mindset shift to say, okay, you know what? This chapter is not over, but I'm going to take what I learned from here and transfer it into this. Like I have to say, not the most likely path, but when you hear him tell his story, it seems a little bit like a no brainer. So I guess he's a good storyteller, if nothing else. It's pretty amazing. You got to listen to his story from University of Texas at Austin to the Dallas Cowboys to Harvard Executive Education Program to Morgan Stanley Smith Barney to Stanford to Nike to Gatorade. I mean, this man has been soaring to the top. And on that note, let's bring Kalen onto the show. Hey, Kalen. Hey, how's it going? Going well. I'm hoping that we can really peel into your incredible life story because I don't think there's a lot of CMOs out there that have a background like you. And hopefully I'm not sharing too much. You started your journey as a college football player turned professional football player. Unorthodox for sure. Yeah. And then ended up at Morgan Stanley, if I'm correct. I did. So that in itself, I don't know how many football players go from football into finance and then marketing. How did this all come to be for you? I've been just blessed and honored to have a lot of great mentors, family, friends, support to give me confidence along the journey when, quite frankly, I had no idea what I was doing at certain times. So it, it was really about pursuing my passions at the particular point. Football was something I grew up with. My dad actually played. I don't know if a lot of people know that. He was a professional athlete for the Dallas Cowboys. So I grew up kind of idolizing sport. And he was a big part of that. And then my mom pushed me academically. So I had the sports and the education balanced out. And so when I got through with my football career and basically was deciding what I wanted to be when I grew up, I had majored in finance and I did what most kids do. And I was like, well, you go get a job in finance. And so I ended up actually started out working with Smith Barney. And then I got licensed in 2006. And I started trying to build my book and business as a private wealth manager in 2007, which if anybody remembers that time, it was not the greatest in our economy. So uh, mm -hmm. it was a struggle, but I learned a lot. I learned a ton about the way capital markets work. Uh, it served me well even today. And it just it was a relationship business. So I think that also paired well for my professional experience 
moving forward. But I like to describe myself for anyone who's familiar with the show Ballers that has The Rock. Yeah. Like I was a bootleg version of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, trying to be like athlete turned financial guru. And and it did not work out as well for me as it, as it has for him in that show. So well, as long as the comparison wasn't Wolf of Wall Street, I think you're safe. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You talked about how some of those skills help you today. So as a CMO, what do you feel is your unfair competitive advantage given how different your background is? I think I'm lucky in the fact that I've been fortunate to work in companies that are all around sport. And like I mentioned before, sport has been a passion of mine since I can remember. And so I don't know if it's an unfair advantage, but one thing it, it always taught me is to keep a keen sense of the actual athletes. And so my relationship with athletes as one myself, uh, the questions that I ask in terms of trying to get insights and uncovering those nuances that allow you to better serve your consumer and your athlete, that has served me well, both at Nike previously where I was at, and then now moving into Gatorade. That's one advantage. And I think the other piece is really this notion of understanding what it means to have a true team dynamic and everyone contributing in towards a common goal understanding that we all need to be working towards one objective versus having differences and and how uh, how we may arrive there. And then the third piece is probably just the being able to uh, navigate through adversity when things get hard because ultimately in business and life in general, you're going to run into some adversity. So how you respond from that often is what determines your character. Love that. It really is the balance of doing things that you love in environments that you love. Absolutely. I don't care if you call yourself a bootleg version of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you're even able to create an associative element that gets you in the aura, I, I don't think I don't think I could do like a six degrees from Dwayne Johnson in terms of my skill set. That's all I was at. Yeah. That's all I was saying on that. It was maybe generous on my part, but yeah, I, I tried to. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's a great correlative. We might have to put that in your bio now. <laughs> Keeping in the theme of like, you know, marketing, sports, and trying to kind of get to the essence of things. Like earlier this year, you guys launched Fuel Tomorrow, all about anchoring the brand equity in sports. On the one hand, it's a no-duh. On the other hand, it does put you your North Star very squarely in a single direction. So how is this an evolution of the brand DNA? But why why here? Why focus here? Where's the opportunity here? I mean, I, I got to give tremendous kudos to the team. They were working towards this ideal even prior to me onboarding and just with me joining, I was able to help accelerate through it. And, and it's a natural progression. Like we've been talking about Gatorade being an incredibly successful sports fuel company for over the past 50 years. And the evolution progression that we're moving to is a brand that fuels sport culture and athletic wellness. And so in part, trying to get there means that we need to be more inclusive. We need to be thinking about all the various athletes that we're serving and broadening that aperture of athletes. And in the best way that I know to reach athletes and consumers alike when you're trying to connect with them is understand what the purpose is and understand what what they're driven by. And so by going into a few different areas, especially coming out of the pandemic where you were starting to see a decline in sports participation, we decided that like, hey, rather than just sit by and watch this happen, what are we doing to contribute to this? I'm a personal example of what can come of an amazing career in sport. And so we want to be able to bring that to all underserved communities, to all different facets of people, no matter your race, gender, sexual orientation, however you navigate, we want to be able to make sport a reality for, for everyone. And so this is a, you know, this initial, I would say it's not even a campaign, it's a movement, five-year commitment, and we're giving back 
dollars to various organizations that are basically out there in the communities helping athletes pay um, and specifically thinking about Gen Z. So really reaching that next generation who we know um, certainly cares a lot more about inclusivity and how we're appealing to, to all athletes. So as tomorrow. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Bro, at least in the trades, I know the trades started covering it. I think it was around February of this year. The campaign has been out in market. The movement is happening. How is it impacting business results? It's been incredible to see the responsiveness of the community as a whole. I think first and foremost, because we have relationships with our athletes and these various leagues and partnerships, we look to them first to validate whether or not something is working. And, and we saw unprecedented engagement from our own athletes, people that were picking up this call to action and really going out on their channel. So that initial push in February had far greater reach and engagement than anything we had done in the past, call it three or four years. And that, that was one metric. The other thing that we're running parallel along with Fuel Tomorrow is this continued, and we've talked about this before, Rachel, focus on DTC. And with the launch of the community page, with what we're doing with directing people back to .com channel, Gatorade.com, as well as our app, we're starting to see more traffic to our own site on two fronts. There's a commercial piece for sure, but then also the community piece. And, we're, and so we're seeing, I can't obviously give specific numbers, but almost 10, 15 X the amount of traffic and engagement that we had previously. So that's another big one. And then the third piece you're kind of seeing, which is a longer tail, but with supply back to where it needs to be here, we're starting to see our share go back up again after about a year and a half. So all positive trends. Again, the first one is one I'm most excited about, like how consumers, athletes alike are connecting with this platform. And so we're continuing to get various emails, notes from parents, coaches, athletes alike, just showing appreciation for what we're doing. And it's definitely a long term. You're going to see fuel tomorrow for the foreseeable future. We're on it through this year and into the next until we're on to something else. One of the things that I think a lot of our listeners struggle with is they want to build brand and drive performance all at once. 
And so what I'm hearing from you, like the KPIs that sort of you're standing behind are community engagement, traffic, and then ultimately sales to tell that story of brand impact to revenue. Is that right? Yeah, I think there's one more nuance. It's a little bit harder to measure. And like, we also want to be relevant. Cultural relevance specifically is a fleeting metric, but I think every company has their own way of kind of looking at it. And that's the one area that there was just an opportunity, particularly when I came on. So I would say that's the other one in addition to the ones you just listed. So Love it. It's lagging and it's leading the cultural relevance component. 100%. Definitely harder to measure quantitatively, although I'm sure there are 8,000 companies that portend to do that. (laughs) One of the things I really like about Fuel Tomorrow, and you kind of reference this in the context of the dot-com, is that it really is a platform, not just for the beverage, but for the totality of the brand. How are you using this to create more of a halo for what, not just what the Gatorade brand means, but the other offshoots and innovations that you guys are doing? And if you want to, you know, self-promote the other, those other innovations, now might be a good opportunity as well. Hashtag unpaid. <laughs> I appreciate the alley-oop. I will try and put this one down. Again, kudos to the R&D team, the Gatorade Sports Science Institute and GSSI. Like they fuel a lot of our innovation and solutions for athletes. And so I've got an embarrassment of riches, two of which have launched this past year. Gator Light is a new uh, rapid rehydration solution. So basically, if you're really needing to get into high performance or need an extra boost of electrolytes, that's one that's been working well. G-Fit is another proposition, low sugar, non-unofficial solution um, that's healthy hydration. And and both of those, while ready to drink, have been on Gatorade.com and just been doing incredibly well, incremental to the category, incremental sports drinks. And so for those athletes, again, back to the athlete that may not need the everyday GTQ formula, we're bringing other solutions for them to be able to engage with the brand. And then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be remiss without mentioning a few things that we're doing on the innovation front as it relates to the GX app, the sweat patch, the equipment business, GX. I don't know if you all saw, we've, we had a little bit of love on TikTok with the GX pods that are now starting to become a little bit more on trend. So Kaylin, yeah. for folks who don't know the suite of products that Gatorade brings, like I would love for you to tell them about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I've listed a couple and then I will also give a shout out to some of our other pieces of the portfolio. So Propel is a part of uh, the Gatorade performance portfolio. Muscle Milk is as well. Evolve, which is a plant-based solution. So when you really think about all the various types of athletes, we truly do have a solution, no matter what type of sport, physicality, of movement or fitness that you participate in. It really is amazing to see. And Gatorade.com will ultimately be the destination for that moving forward. So you'll be able to get all your various products depending on your needs from that one destination. Can we dive into a little bit more on the sweat patch? I know that sounds a little crazy, but that and the pods, I feel really take you outside the beverage. And when you think about it, you know, this podcast is called Brave Commerce. There's two parts to this. There's bravery, which is going into territory that a beverage brand does not normally go into and commerce, shipping liquid, not the most commerce friendly (laughs) from a profitability perspective. And if you figure that out, we can completely start this episode over and we can start all over there. (laughs) But When you think about the breadth of what the Gatorade brands has got, when you start bringing in things like Sweat Patch, the app, the pods, there's bravery, but then there's a really strong commerce element. You know, Gatorade, historically, yes, there's preparation, but it is often in uh, 
We're not supposed to say impulse purchase, an unplanned purchase. So when you think about commerce and particularly e-commerce, doesn't necessarily work out that way. So talk to us about how the brand becomes more of both a lifestyle, but also the extensions through things like the pods and the patch. Absolutely. I'll give props to my peer, uh, my teammate, Anuj Basin, works specifically on Gatorade.com business, digital ecosystem, and, and GXPAT with Drew Palin and a few other handful of other folks. And that team in partnership with, with mine has been driving a lot of amazing innovation behind the patch, solutions like the pods, as well as the Gatorade.com experience. So to your point, at the end of the day, what we're looking for is what a lot of brands are looking for and, and the ability to offer and I offer these personalized solutions. Like if you can think about this notion of performance and athletic wellness and whether it is measurement of your sweat, whether it's the type of solution that you need to fuel your body, how are we actually getting that first party data, getting that information and being able to offer it up back to you on whatever your needs are, obviously, if you opt in. And so that's the goal. Like, how, how are we thinking about the holistic experience of an athlete and serving them as a multidimensional individual that has different needs, depending on what they're prepping for versus a one-stop solution and, and one only thing. And I'll give a personal experience playing football myself. There were times where my workouts were incredibly intense and I needed something with a lot more carbohydrates, a lot more electrolytes. There were times where I was doing something that was less evasive and I needed something that was a little bit less involved on that front as well as protein. So you've got people and individuals that are competing in sport, competing in fitness, and they need these solutions. And so what we're trying to do is be at the front and center to serve that athlete 360 degrees, 365 days, 24-7. Well, everyone can learn a lot more on Gatorade.com. Please go check out the amazing things there. Kaylin, I have no idea how you're going to answer this question because I feel like you could have so many answers. What's the bravest thing that you've ever done? Ooh, it is a good question. Do I only get to give one or can I give, I guess it's the bravest thing. So I can only give one. I mean, some people have cheated and gave like one to two, but yeah, you try to stick to one. The bravest thing that I've done, I think I have to say this off top is just becoming a father like that may be a standard answer for a lot of parents, but um, that is an everyday learning experience. Like this first day of school, I've got an eighth grader and a sixth grader and to try and communicate, navigate their friends and just be a positive influence is brave. I'm telling you it's brave. Uh, and so like that, that's first and foremost. Professionally, I think the bravest thing I ever did was I went to a executive education program at Harvard and uh, right basically between my first and second year of playing in the NFL. And at that particular point in time, I, I wasn't thinking about my career after football is extensively and really didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I decided to take time away from my off season training. And for those who played professional sports, pretty rigorous. They expect you to be there all the time. And I went and participated in this program um, out in Cambridge and it was, it was enlightening. Like it was groundbreaking in the sense that I kind of figured out how much more was out there. And so behind participating in that program and I, I sustained an injury, I, I basically made the decision not to play football anymore, which was 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 a brave decision. And I could have continued to be a journeyman and tried out for different teams. And but I made a decision coming out of that program, having the injury that even two years in that, you know what, I think 
this is the end of the beginning. This is not the end. So let me, let me figure out what's next in life. I love that. When you were making that decision, was that an internal one or did you turn to certain people? It was both. There was definitely a lot of soul searching internally. I have a ton of great mentors, um, family members that are supportive. My, my wife, Kim Shope, she's, uh, she was behind me, uh, father, mother. And so I'm not saying it was easy. There was definitely, especially in those years where I was in private wealth and in finance and, and hadn't quite figured it out yet. But um, right now it's working out pretty well. I, I, you know, I can't complain about where I'm at. And yeah, it certainly served me well to take a leap of faith and, and hope for the best. Incredible personal journey. Maybe many of the athletes that you're reaching today will, will follow your tracks tomorrow. Thank you for sharing your story. Absolutely. No, thank you all for having me. Hope I can come back sometime. Absolutely. I think I got the brief now. It's brave commerce, right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what this place is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to share this link with a friend. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hi, I'm Jackie Cooper, Global Chief Brand Officer at Edelman and the host of Touch of Truth, a new podcast launching on the Adweek Podcast Network. My dad gave me this incredibly smart piece of advice, meet everyone once. As a result, I've met some of the most fascinating and inspiring people on the planet. Now on Touch of Truth, we're coming center stage and sharing the mic to experience stories of truth, insights and visions for the future that will challenge your way of thinking. Touch of Truth is available wherever you listen to podcast. New episodes come out every Tuesday. I do hope to see you there.